Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. Hi, I'm Scott Pye, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. Special moment for us because we've got a man who's uh, had a very busy few weeks and in fact very busy every year in, since he started in 2018 is Sean Seymour, the CEO of Supercars. Sean, under great circumstances, uh, I know that they're not to uh, be talking, but it's an amazing time for the uh, cancellation of the Grand Prix. Uh, and now you've got to sit down and work out a calendar this year for the rest of the year. Yeah, look, I think the extenuating circumstances is how I'd summarise the AGP. You know, they're interesting and trying times. We've made a call to focus on what we believe we can control and, and plan further out rather than be rolling week to week. So with my what we think to be a decisive decision, focus on 90 days out from now and, and replace the calendar with a focus on delivering our championship. Sean, we see now that you're on hold, but when a calendar normally takes 12 months to put together, how do you now in it has to be obviously less than 90 days, move the front of the season into the back of the season. Well, you're right there. I think we spent a lot of time getting the calendar for this year right, getting it to a point that the teams and partners and broadcasters were happy with. At the start of the year, we, we defined it as somewhat of a Goldilocks calendar. But at the end of the day, we, the series, the teams, our partners, fundamentally entrepreneurial people and, and the priority is getting the 14 rounds delivered I'm sure we'll be able to do that the beauty really is that with all of the planning that we put into the calendar with all of the nice spaces and gaps and the cadence that's built into it it gives us the opportunity and flexibility as I say to be entrepreneurial and put some additional rounds in the back half of the year and that's exactly what we plan to do in this time, are you going to be waiting to see if Melbourne gets a postponement date or are you going to commit to that replacement round uh, up front? Right now, our number one priority is, is to our series, to our teams, to our partners. If, if Melbourne gets a replacement date, that's great. But the reality is that my number one priority is, is to my stakeholders here at Supercars. And of course, is New Zealand going to be able to fit into a window at the back of the year? Yeah, I think we'll be able to put New Zealand in. Obviously, it presents its own unique challenges. Like I say, we want to deliver the championship as we plan to. If we've got to be entrepreneurial or clever to do that, then we will be. Would your intention be, uh, Sean, that, for instance, you want to put four races back in like you ran the Grand Prix, or would it just be whatever fits those uh, particular events that you're going to to replace it, like at Phillip Island, would you go for a 200 on each day or something like that? Look, I think for now, obviously, the, the priority is to get the calendar right and to get the events slotted in. It is highly possible that we need to think about the amount of days that we do for every round, particularly if it becomes condensed. We may need to be innovative with formats. If, if we need to do that, we will. At the end of the day, it's... Uh, 
making sure that we deliver the product to the fans and the partners that they expect. Sean, how do you go about making decisions like you've just had to make, the consultation with governments and medical staff? And I imagine you're an FIA international series, so there would have to be some discussions with them as well. Yeah, look, I'm in a very fortunate position that I've got a very good chairman, a, a very robust board. The team owners, whilst they enjoy beating each other up on the track, at moments like these, they come together, they collaborate, and they get very clear and concise feedback to myself and the management team. So moments like these bring good people together, and, and that's exactly what I've got around me. I've got a lot of support from the board, from the team owners, and from our external parties as well, whether that's uh, Motorsport Australia or our sponsors. And, and everybody's solution-focused rather than trying to tear it apart, and, and that's a great position for a CEO to be in. I note in reading through the statement you put out uh, earlier today um, that Bathurst was uh, you know, brought into a centre stage because uh, it's the one event you don't want to move from the date you're on. Is, is that correct, that that's the lock-in sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a race that stops a nation just like the Melbourne Cup. And it would have to be very, very dire circumstances to consider moving that, which is not there yet. I noticed that, Sean, that you do have a big casualised workforce. You're going to have all the events that you were going to employ them for, but are you looking at any measures in this first part of the year to try and help them through so that they can get to the back end uh, work-wise, pay-wise? Yeah, obviously we've put a lot of effort into making sure that we as a series are active in the market and, and we maintain relevance in Australian households. So our first and primary focus is making sure that our stars of the show, the drivers, get to compete through an in-series. And then we've got a doctor series coming out. So just because we're not racing doesn't mean we won't be, uh, as we say, uh, racing. So for us, what kicks into gear now is an always-on media strategy and making sure that the sport, not any one individual, but the sport in general, maintains relevance and, and we see an opportunity to do that, given that there's not going to be a lot of sport on TV and we're in a unique position that we can simulate real racing and get our stars fighting it out from the comfort of their own homes. You've made mention, I think it was in the release, talking about how all the drivers... Um, so. They obviously will work within their own team, confine sort of thing. You're not having to bring them together, are you? No, no, absolutely not. I mean, the, the beauty of it is that technology allows anyone to, to the simulators to compete from wherever they would like. For us, right now, we're just going through a process of making sure that all the drivers that would like to compete have the ability to with technology and, and infrastructure. And when I say infrastructure, I mean a simulator. So for us, over the next couple of days, we're responding to that and making sure that we've got everything in place and aiming to have the first round live in three weeks. That's going to mean you're potentially going to give uh, Fox Sports, who I imagine will be your main partner with this, a much bigger footprint by the end of the year of Supercar's product. Yeah, absolutely. And that was always our intention around having an always-on media strategy. And We know as a sport that it's impossible to race every weekend, but we would like to be providing content every weekend. So before any of this happened, our media strategy was about uh, being always on, making sure that we were creating ratings even when we weren't racing. And, and this is an opportunity for us to show our partners, our fans, and, and everybody else that 
that we had a good plan and, and now now it's time to get on and execute it. One thing I'd like to ask you before we go is you must have been pleased with the way the competitiveness and the tightness of the field in Adelaide. A uh, couple of strong races, um, obviously Red Bull back on top again and then uh, Sean uh, uh, Scotty comes up with a, the win on Sunday. Um, overall, the competitiveness after the parity discussions of last year. Yeah, look, I think it were positive early indications that we've got the technical package right this year versus where we were a year ago. But as Adrian Burgess, our head of motorsport, has reminded me, one swallow does not make a summer, and the race track will be the ultimate arbiter. So we've got a, a few more Ks to put on cars in the real world before we proclaim that we've got everything solved. But we certainly feel as a series that we're in a much better position than what we were 12 months ago from a technical point of view and we hope that our teams and our drivers can be the stars of the show and not downfall some drag. Well, well, thank you, Sean Seam, for joining us on Inside Supercars. So we certainly look forward to uh, when you can actually uh, announce the, the calendar that will be a replacement for 2020. Um, we look forward to uh, seeing the cars back on track and look forward to catching up with you in person to uh, see how uh, the rest of the season pans out. Thanks very much for having me, and I'm right there with you. Our thanks there to Sean Seamer. We'll be back a little bit later today with Ben Croke, Betty Clemenko, Brad Jones and Matt Stone. Another end to another show. More to come. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.